spot cast oh my god it's recording yay uh, we really need to stop being surprised every time it actually <laughs> records like after so many episodes i feel like we should just know this yeah but i mean doesn't it just lend a certain air of authenticity uh-huh, that we don't know what we're doing anyway as you all know because you turned into this shit i'm sasha <laughs> I'm Marie, and I just let the dog out. That's why it's a... Uh, I oh, let the you, dog out. Age-old question answered here. Marie, let the dog out. You could have edited out that awkward gap, but now it must stay. Yeah, it has to stay now, and we all know I don't give two shits about it. Any. So, <laughs> this is a Smugcast where we discuss dirty books, especially when my computer locks up that has all my glorious notes. No! <laughs> Turn that or didn't we on. have like a hot minute where we were like, no notes. Yeah. Free form. I... Fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah. But that didn't turn out well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I might, I might have to go like ghetto and do it on my phone. And then we have dogs that are barking and wanting in. It's just like, it's we are nothing but professionals here. I'm going to really embrace it and chug my beer. I guess I'll let the dog in as well. I'll let the, I let them out, but I also let them back in. Uh-huh. That's what you must do. Anyway, let's focus, but not really focus because it's smut. It's not something you really need to smoke. Smoke is what focus on. And my computer booted back up. <laughs> That's what you get when you just leave your laptop in a corner and then they're like, oh, I should use that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in my work bag, actually. So it's not mm. like I was just leaving it in the middle of nowhere. I'd taken it to work to do work on it, which is weird. And uh, I just forgot to put, take it out of my bag and charge it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm over it. Anyway, today we're reading a book. And we are finally getting back to our bread and butter, Marie. We're getting back to that smutty smut smut smut. The yeah, it was a nice feeling of uh, like questioning if I was reading porn at work. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't had this feeling in a while. And the and yes, to that, I am. Yes, you were reading. Porn I was at reading work. straight up porn at work, uh, and I love that. So I, the book I we, love my job. The book we read was "Beautiful Bastard" by Christina Lauren, and. When we say smut, we mean it like it's graphic. It is, and it's one of those things where you're just like, "What? <laughs> We're like three pages in. What the fuck is going on?" Uh -huh. Again, it's like it, I think we discussed this. It's like that meme or whatever of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, it's like that escalated quickly. Uh huh. And that's exactly how it feels. So let's let's just jump right in. I would do casting couch, but I don't know many porn stars. And that's the only <laughs> people who could be in this uh, because yeah. there is so little plot. You know, what's interesting to me is that like, well, I feel like she does like a pretty decent job of describing. See, I can't even think of his Barrett. name. Uh, yeah, that guy. I think it's um, Barrett. Let me look. But well, like so, she does like a decent job of describing him. Uh huh. But she doesn't really describe the female lead. Oh, I have a whole. Too much. I have I've, a whole problem with the way she treats I've, her female lead. Yeah, like I mean, I think she like kind of sprinkles in descriptions here and there. Uh -huh. But it's so I don't know. I wonder if that's intentional, or if it's to kind of like you know you could put yourself in the story for the fantasy or. 
I don't know. Well, like well, we also well, we know it's supposed to be it's Twilight, Twilight fan, fiction. fan fiction. So I assume you're supposed to be picturing like a Bella type. A Bella type, which I hate that I know that Kristen Stewart, but like no, I don't picture that when I'm picturing her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know who I'm picturing well, when I read and this the book. The other thing I kind of hate about Twilight fan fiction in general and Twilight fan fiction that has become real books like this book and 50 shades of gray is they put bella in the business world and like in that sort of setting and i'm just kind of like bella was a dumbass t- high schooler like it's the only way that story was plausible because she was a dumbass high schooler like you know i also kind of got the vibe if i remember correctly i kind of want to like hate read the twilight (laughs) series again but i feel like bella had this whole like i'm not like other girls vibe Mm. Uh, you know i read jane austen and i didn't i tried couldn't get into it i'm super goth like i'm so goth i'm gothic literature (laughs) or was she she wasn't gothic no jane austen wasn't uh brontes were yeah I like Dane Austen, but whatever. Um, but, you know, again, she's like, I'm not like girls of my time. I'm yeah. an old soul, like that kind of it bullshit vibe. Yeah. But that's about Twilight. Let's yeah. focus back on <laughs> the beautiful bastard. So we're on to chapter one. Literally, my first note for chapter one is traitor nipples. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, I, yeah, I definitely remember that part. It was, it was like the Standing only out, line. So I, yeah. Okay. So basically, (laughs) traitor nipples. (laughs) We're introduced to this girl. We are legitimately not given her name until chapter three, which seems like an issue. And Marie's just realizing this, and the look. I am. Uh Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you you don't mention her name at all. No, he didn't say Miss Mills. Yeah, he calls her Miss Mills. We Uh, don't know her first name until chapter three. Okay. So we kind of get her name, but yeah, like, generally you get the full name uh-huh. in a book. So chapter one, we get introduced to the characters mainly. So this book is set up in, I kind of like the style it's set up in. It's a female perspective, male perspective, female perspective, male perspective, mm-hmm. all of that jazz. Different typefaces. Yes. He's sans serif <laughs> and she has serifs. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a gr- a little graphic design nerd thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess right, serifs but... are more feminine. Uh-huh. So basically, she describes her boss as being a hard ass. We get introduced to him, and she's running late for work mm-hmm. because she had like the morning from troubles. hell. Yeah, yeah she got like hell. rear-ended, had to wait for the cops to show up, and like basically like confirm everything that everybody yeah. already knew but yeah she gets yeah. to work like 15 minutes late or something i thought it was like an hour late. Oh, okay so i mean that seems more likely like an hour late and he's pissed and he's like i had to do all this work because you couldn't bother to show up on time and i kind of agree with him because it kind of sounds like she didn't call yeah like it's <laughs> like you clearly have a cell phone uh-huh why wouldn't you call into work but i mean i guess if she's his assistant well, I don't know. You would think he would still also pick up a damn phone himself. Yeah. Like, he's capable or of doing that. Or send him a text or something. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, tell... Because she has friends who yeah. she works with. Other other assistants, yeah. secretaries ask, in the ask building. Ask one of your friends to be Fair. like, hey, boss, your assistant's, like, 
running late because she was in a fucking car accident. Uh-huh. Like, it's not that hard, but apparently for her. So he's like, okay, well, now that you're late, you're going to have to get this report done. And I want you to do a mock presentation for me in the conference room at like five, seven o'clock mm-hmm. or something. And she's like, well, that sucks. <laughs> I guess I'm going to just skip my lunch break uh-huh, and just, just work through work like through the day it. like a mad woman. So she goes, day ends, she finishes the report, she goes up to the conference room, he's sitting there, like, tie undone, jacket off, because it's the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Shirt sleeves rolled up to Uh, the elbows, which, I mean, that's a hot look. It is. I like that look. He he sounds hot. Yeah. I mean, He's a beautiful bastard. Yeah, he's a beautiful bastard. So she comes in, and she starts her presentation, and then suddenly they're just, like, banging. Yeah, no, I think like she's like turned away and then suddenly she feels his hand slide down her butt. Uh-huh. And then I think that's when like she's like, I wanted to stop him. But then my nipples, traitor nipples uh-huh. like that. And then, yeah, it just escalates from there. <laughs> and it's a, it's a lot of sex. Yeah. But so, you know, he's he's doing it. He brings her to completion. If uh-huh. you will. she gets her rocks off, she does. And then he's like, all right, let's do this. And like, they're My making turn. out against the window and like, she's going to go down on him uh-huh. and she can tell he's getting close. And she's like, I'm out. Bitch. <laughs> yep. And she leaves, which I feel like is a little, is a little rude. I know, but she, she knew that. Uh, yeah. She, she knew, knew that. that. She, I think he's this, also your yeah. boss. I guess you shouldn't be yeah. having sex with your boss in the first place. Your boss shouldn't be having sex with you. Yeah. It's that's a power HR, imbalance. HR yeah. is pissed, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yep. HR, and this is when we learn of his first like weird thing that he likes to do. He likes to rip off her underwear, which yeah, I can't imagine. I don't care how delicate and lacy they are; it still would hurt. Yeah, I think. Have you tried? Like, have you ever gotten like a hole in your underwear and you're just like, ah, screw it? And you're just like, <laughs> or have you that's ever gotten like? Before. My Chub rub before and you're just like these jeans are done and you're like uh, they're uh-huh. cut off now <laughs> my brother lifted me up by my underwear once when we were little kids like an atomic wedgie uh-huh. that was horrible yeah and so I, that's I just what i imagine i can't imagine because most underwear is built to have that give in there uh-huh. so it's Elastic. not gonna rip <laughs> yeah but i mean i guess that's just how animalistic he is and strong <sighs> no it's painful marie yeah that cuts into you i know she should be bleeding i know i don't even want to think if it was a thong that's just like that's how you cut somebody in two or like uh i i started re-watching pen 15 and you know there's the thong episode and then i think like one of them is like no we have to give it back and she just like takes it and like <laughs> just stretches the hell out of it like comedically Mm -hmm. obviously but it was like that's kind of what i imagine where it was just like suddenly a yard is stretched (laughs) out the other thing is these aren't cheap ass underwear it's like la perla and yeah so that underwear is at least 50 dollars a fucking pair i would be like oh no you did not just rip off my underwear (laughs) yeah anything over seven yeah do you know how much "Mm, i paid for this shit I've, my plans were to pass these down to my grandchildren. <laughs> I was going to be buried in these. <laughs> and now you did this. And he also rips open her blouse. 
also uncool. Uh, buttons bro. everywhere. Uh huh. Buttons all over the place. It sounded like it was a fancy ass blouse. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't even care about her wardrobe like costs. No, <laughs> it really makes me sad because he's an asshole. Yeah. So he takes the underwear and he pockets it. So that's also kind of mm-hmm. gross. That's his thing. Hope she let one rip right before he ripped <laughs> him off. <laughs> I think that would have killed the mood, but I mean, like, ooh, do you think, like, it would have masked? Or, like, when he's, like, ripping, it would have, like, masked the sound. It actually aided the ripping. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he ripped them out, but she just had a blowout, Marie. Yep. And it just magically didn't smell. (laughs) It did, but he didn't want to say (laughs) That would have been rude. It added to the musk. Of- the end of chapter one. Chapter two is written in his perspective, whose name is his name is Bennett. I forget what his last uh, name is. He owns his family owns the company that they work for. It's like and, which is like an advertising firm yeah, or something like that. And although they own it, he still works really hard. I guess he's coming. In, he came in from Paris and he worked for Longcomb or some other. Mm-hmm bullshit that i don't care about we're here for the sex i guess i can't knock them for not having plot when i'm just like i don't give a shit about this plot (laughs) but also i think it's the job of a good author to make me give a shit about the sex plot i mean the plot in between Uh, the sex yeah like with hothead i felt like i cared about the characters right you get invested yeah and i feel like i'm invested in no one Uh uh-huh except her i'm invested in her (laughs) underwear because she's invested in her underwear please stop ripping it Mm -hmm. so yes chapter two is from his perspective so Miss Thing comes into his office the next morning and she gives him a receipt for the clothes he wrecked the night before, purchased on the company card, which... You know, I okay, so, like, I think maybe from a certain standpoint, it's almost... Could that be consider, construed as, like, a type of blackmail? Because it's like, hey, if you want to bring up these charges, you're going to have to reveal that you came on to me, which is, like... A huge no-no well, from an HR standpoint. Is, though, from from my opinion, as and somebody who has made purchases on a company card, people look at that. Mm-hmm. People Accounts ask are you involved. Why you bought this? Yeah, and you have to justify. I don't know. Seven hundred. I mean, seventy dollar underwear yeah. and a hundred dollar silk blouse. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I would love to see the conversation he has to have with the accountant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he is also the like boss's son, so Ugh. there can't be too much to help be held accountable for, I suppose. Right, but I mean he also like he he's supposed to be this guy with all this integrity yeah. and like this crazy work ethic, so that would be like kind of weird and out of character. Yeah. Well, that, or like, oh, someone stole the credit card. Yeah, whoopsie doodle. Fraud. Or I guess you could just be like, oh, I spilled I spilled coffee on my assistant's blouse and I said I would pay it for it or something. I guess mm-hmm. you could have been like that could have been your deal, but at the same time, it's just, I don't know, gross. Yeah. So gross. So yeah, she plops the receipt down and then she just like books it out of there. She's just like, I'm going to go now, get us coffee, bye. <laughs> she runs to the stairwell and I guess they're the only two people in this whole building that take stairs. Apparently. Which fair, because they're like on the 14th floor, like... I'll give it mm-hmm. to him. And so she she makes it to the stairwell. He follows her to the stairwell. They have sex again. 
She rips, he rips her panties off again. Again. Another $50 <laughs> down the drain. He pockets them too. Uh-huh. So gross. And they have sex. So this time he finishes and she doesn't. And she's annoyed by that. Uh huh. I mean, he also does the thing where that no man should ever do without consent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think is this the chapter where she's like, oh, yeah, I'm on good thing. I'm on the pill, by the way. Thanks for asking, asshole. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like always ask, guys. Just throwing that out there. So they have this whole like hate fucking thing going on. It seems like that's like the vibe I get here. And it's it's fine. I as. Sorry, we're having dogs. <laughs> you stop being so indecisive. Come here, come here, baby. I just, oh yeah, you have stairs, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, so as as things go, the sex is pretty pretty good, yep. I guess. Nice and smutty. Uh huh. Nice and smutty. And now this one is barking. What is your problem? I think problem? he wants to be next to you, but he ha- would have to go over Duncan to do it. There we go. <laughs> Oh my god, being a dog mom so hard. So now we're on to chapter three, written in her perspective again. So this whole time, this is when we finally learn her first name's Chloe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she she leaves early for the weekend. Oh no, he leaves early for the weekend. She goes home, has sex dreams about him all weekend, basically. Like, two completion sex dreams? Yeah. Which seems... Wow. How unlikely? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, maybe it could happen. Maybe she's rubbing herself weird in bed. I don't. I don't know. Some people are just lucky, I guess. Uh-huh. And so she actually has brunch with her friends, and this is actually where we find out how she gets all her fancy like designer clothes. Her, her one mm-hmm. of her friends is a buyer for like Gucci or something. Yeah. So she gets her a nice discount. Uh huh. But it's still expensive. And then her other friend is a friend from work, and so they start talking about him and. Her Gucci friend didn't know that he was a beautiful bastard. Mm-hmm. She feels like she was left out of the conversation because she didn't know he was a hottie with a and, hottie. And then I think like one of her friends, like you get the vibe that like one of her friends knows something's up. Yeah. She gets or a like sense. she knows her, her uh, friend maybe knows something. Yeah. The one that's a Gucci buyer kind of feels that way. So the next. So before he left for the weekend, we had Barrett, Bennett, sorry, his name is Bennett. We had Bennett say, hey, guess what? Make sure that presentation is ready to go on Monday morning in the conference room. It's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, yes, got it. I'm not stupid. So she goes, sets up the conference room, looks great. Everything's cool. Mini muffins. I assume there's mm-hmm. a coffee bar. Catering's there. Mm-hmm. Everything's great. It's the room they banged in. So she's longingly touching the glass. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, like some Pavlovian <laughs> response to this cold glass, even though it only happened once. And mind you, catering is setting up. So she's just there, like, touching the glass. And Which catering's like, okay. I have a whole thing with, like, people getting handprints all over uh-huh. the glass. Just, like, makes me cringe. So I'd be like, ugh, you're the worst. Well, and I just imagine his ass cheeks were probably imprinted on that window from when... Or no, because he took her from behind. So her boob prints are all over that window, man. It's like, where are those two, like, spots on the glass? They look like eyes, like googly eyes. (laughs) And why is there a face? (laughs) He's like, spaced out handprints. That's weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> the janitors know nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so he Bennett comes into the room and he's like, I didn't want this conference room. I wanted the other conference room. And she's like, dude, we always use this one. <laughs> this what the is fuck? our conference room for our department. Fuck you. So they go up to another conference room and get it set up. And then so she's sitting there and Bennett's dad and brother come in and they're like, dude. We thought the conference yeah. room was the other conference room. Boy, you know, the you one change? you always use. Yeah. And, and so everybody's confused. And then his dad and brother greet Chloe like she's a friend. Mm-hmm. They really she's like part her. Of the family. She's part of the family. And so they're like, oh, my God, Chloe, it's so great to see you. And her, you can tell by the way they're described, the brother and dad of Bennett are 100% different than him. They're very loving, very kind, very mm-hmm, open. Warm. Warm people, and Bennett is not. So we have that. And then the brother was like, oh, dude, like when I was down in that conference room, I found this really expensive button. You want, Chloe, can you ask around and see whose it is? Because it looks fancy as fuck. And Chloe's just like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And Bennett's like making jokes about her. Yeah, you have a top with buttons like that, don't you? And so she's pissed the whole presentation because she thinks it's inappropriate for him to joke like that. Mm -hmm. And it is. But also, it's just a loose button. You could use buttons all the goddamn time. That's true. But I think, yeah, for her, it's just like such a big deal that people don't even get like the inkling that something untoward happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's Bennett Ryan. So Mr. Uh, Ryan teases mm -hmm. her about it. Yeah. So she's pissed the whole presentation. Then they get into the elevator together and like sexual tension galore. I just imagine everybody in that elevator is just like, what is coming? Right. (laughs) Because there's like all this like whispering between Uh them. But it was like, if you're in an elevator... And people typically are not chatting in the elevator. Uh I feel like you would hear everything that's going (laughs) on. And like, he's kind of like feeling her up a little Uh bit. And I think she's kind of feeling him up. So that's weird. Like, I would be like, what the fuck? Ice forward, ice forward. (laughs) Right. I'm so uncomfortable Uh right now. I should go talk to HR about this. This is making, Uh this is hostile. So at one point everybody gets off the elevator that they're riding in with and that's when ryan mr ryan slash bennett or whatever we're calling let's call him br br Mm. hits the emergency stop button which i have never seen in an elevator in my life before yeah (laughs) i don't think they exist like why why would you give somebody the authority in the elevator the ability yeah, yeah to very easily just like boop yeah, so he stops the elevator, takes a post-it note, puts it over to the security camera, which, again, if I'm the security guard, I'd be like, weird. The elevator's not moving and the camera just cut out. They're dead. Everyone <laughs> in that elevator is dead. Maybe, like, Mr. Ryan takes people in the elevator to yell at them a lot and Maybe. the security guard's just used to it. Like, yep, person's getting yelled at. But no, she is not getting yelled at. They're, like feeling each other up mm. he rips off her underwear again. again and they're her power panties marie oh yeah i forgot about the power, <laughs> panties. power panties that day yeah with like bow like black bows in the back and i'm just like mm-hmm. another 50 dollar pair of underwear <laughs> and he slips it in his pocket and then they go at it and then the elevator people are like hey ring 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 is everything cool in there yeah. and he's like yeah must have just slipped 
I don't know why it stopped. Weird malfunction, uh-huh. but we're fine. We're the it's elevator fine. people. We see you activated the yeah. elevator stop. <laughs> Please take the post-it off the camera so we can uh-huh. troubleshoot. But yeah, she's pissed at him. She's really like riled up mm-hmm. with the whole situation. Uh, so they go storming into the office and they're like kind of angry at each other. And we're now we're in chapter four. And in chapter four, we're still continuing on the same kind of conversation it's just after the elevator incident but they were about to start talking about it and maybe go at it again like sexually go Mm -hmm. at it Mm -hmm. and this is from his perspective so chapter four is from the bennett's perspective his dad comes into the office after the elevator incident and chloe just looks like out of it because she just had this weird incident with bennett in the elevator and the dad's like Chloe, you look like shit. You feeling good? She's like, no, I want to go home. And it's like, all right, then all right, go, then home. go home. Take her to the and, and it's like, she can't go. You can't just send my person home. And her, his dad's like, yeah, I can. Oh, fuck you. So Chloe goes home. Then dad, the dad is like, hey, mom really wants you at the dinner tonight. So you better come to the family dinner. So he's like, fine. Okay, I'll go. So he goes to the family's house. And we see that his family is very loving very normal mm-hmm. his niece is like in love with him and just wants to sit on bennett's lap and just hang out with him and the mom apparently even knows chloe too and the yeah. mom's like dude bennett invite chloe to our next family dinner i have somebody i want to hook her up with and bennett's like the fuck you do yeah the fuck you do i want to hook her up with my penis and <laughs> he he's kind of like oh why does that hurt so much like why why, why am i so annoyed why this pang of jealousy uh-huh. so then the next day we have him sitting in traffic and he he hates it he hates sitting in traffic he's just like sitting there and he's like and then his driver's fine like you know it's like a block away do you just want to like walk yes and he's like yeah i'm gonna walk the rest of the way and as luck would have it he gets out right in front of la perla and uh-huh. he's like oh well, oh, shit what a coinkydink i had to replace some underwear i ripped mm-hmm. <laughs> which that's nice right i don't think that was his conscious thought or maybe it was i, I don't know he was. like goes in he's just browsing mm-hmm. and the wait staff not the wait staff the salespeople mm-hmm. were like right he's like oh this like super hot saleswoman Uh, just like blatantly flirted with me uh, i'm not interested though yeah weird and so lo and behold who else is there but chloe and he's like what are you shouldn't you be at work and she's like dude i meet with my graduate advisor on this day and you know it and he's like you're my assistant i don't give a shit mm-hmm. but she's not his assistant that's the other weird thing yeah like, she's, she's like, like his, his intern yeah but not his intern because it's like she's her own thing yeah i don't really because she's in like an mba program yeah. it's weird don't really care getting the plot not not much on to the good stuff on to the good <laughs> stuff so they're looking at underwear and then she takes him to the back to yell at him and they get into the dressing room and guess what they have sex again. He rips her underwear again. They're Pockets having them se- again. <laughs> again. They're having sex in a changing room at a retail store. Uh-huh. Like, ew. I know what happens. We've all worked retail. I know it happens. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever had. I've never walked in on anybody when I worked. Not in retail. Not in retail. <laughs> at bars, yes. Like twice. 
uh-huh. the same night. <laughs> You're just lucky. I'm so lucky. Also, get better lookouts, people. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they have sex. And then on the way out, you know, he saw a black garter belt that he absolutely loved for her. And he's like, get the garter belt. And she does. Yeah, which I, I would still be like, bitch, you give me the garter belt. Uh-huh. No, like, I'm not <laughs> buying shit. shit is expensive. And she's which, I mean, there. maybe he could he yeah. could tear the panties but not the garter belt but still it was like well, it's a set and the other thing is she made like a very big deal in the book about how she like bought things on clearance and on sale and that's how she could afford the to dress the way she dresses and the fancy ass expensive underwear mm-hmm. so it's like that garter belt was not on sale if it was out on display nope. so like you expect you me just to pay this? Probably like I'd go $100. You just spent yeah, $100 on a fucking garter belt because a guy you don't even like told you to? But she likes getting that D. I, I guess it's some good D. That's the end of chapter four. Enter chapter five. Her perspective once again. <sighs> oh. I was like, why does it say my entrance in? Uh, <laughs> because that's what she calls her vagina. It's referred oh. to her entrance a couple of times. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh-huh. I don't Probably because I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like it either. That is why it's in my notes. So he's on a phone call and she comes in and she sits and watches him on his phone call because they were they were talking about stuff and then she they got interrupted with a phone call Mm -hmm. and she's like well fuck this shit so she sits in the chair and like basically masturbates in front of him Mm -hmm. and he's getting all like turned on and stuff so that's that's cool i guess she she bought the garter belt and she's wearing Uh it too so he's she's like hey check it out i bought the thing that you told me to buy and then she's like okay cool you're done with your phone call i'm done doing me I'm going to be working. And so she leaves. Okay, thanks. Bye. And I assume she was just like, he just like knocked one out in yeah. his office. Because need the impression he's done that before. Uh-huh. Where he's just like, God, I'm so turned on by her and I don't want to be. I'm going to close my door and rub one out. Uh, he has to have. I mean, the office across from him, just probably binoculars and they're like, yeah. <laughs> yes so they have to go to a work meeting together they have to drive in the same car to this work meeting it's all it's super tense and kind of gross and they're not having a good time no Mm -hmm. one has a good time (laughs) sexual tension out the wazoo they get back to their main office and he's like here i got you something here's this and he gives her uh an account to La Perla that he was willing to pay for. And she gets pissed off and yells at him and is like, no, I'm not, I will not take this account. And I'm like, bitch. So he keeps ripping your he, underwear. He keeps though. ripping your underwear. Like at least re, like, like, repurchase. Or repurchase your lo- or make up for your losses. Yeah. Like you lost like four pairs to him. At least go and pay, mm-hmm. pay that, get that get taken a, care of. Get a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff. Uh-huh. So I don't understand why she got so pissed and why she like threw it back. I guess it was yeah, so she, she wasn't like a kept woman. Right. She didn't want to feel like a quote unquote whore. But at the same time, you charged your blouse yeah. to him at the beginning of the book. So I don't understand. Do you only want it if it's on the company card for accounting reasons? Maybe. Is it something to do with your taxes at the end of the year? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Well, so, yeah, I think maybe for with that, it was more of like a power play of uh-huh. like, yeah, fuck you, you 
messed up my clothes. I'm going to make you pay in this awkward way versus but like I think he's yeah, genuinely feeling like trying to woman. be nice cuz he realizes he's ripping off all of these underwear yeah. and they're expensive. I think it's revealed that he keeps them all in a drawer uh-huh. in his desk. <laughs> well, cuz it's one of those things too like he went to La Perla, he probably didn't know how much they cost uh-huh. until he went there and he was like, all oh, like shit. oh shit, I need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or was like or if I'm going to do this, I should reimburse her. Because I feel like you could walk on walk up to any man on the street any straight man be like how much are, do these underwear cost and they'll right. be like i don't know you get them like yeah. in a pack of like 10 for like five <laughs> bucks right and you're like i fucking hate you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not how women's underwear work for some reason or maybe even was like oh there's no way those should ever be more than like 20 dollars like nope women's underwear are expensive guys although some boxers can get really pricey too yeah the ones that are yeah, like laced with silvered and make parts not smell that's a thing yeah oh i mean i don't have any yeah or ben doesn't have any but it's a thing i had no idea the power of silver marie (laughs) (laughs) kills werewolves and fart stinks and covid (laughs) yep (laughs) please don't drink silver it does not cure covid (laughs) Swear silver box. And so he chases after her. Like, she closes the elevator and goes down to her car to, like, bail. Which, again, I thought her car was rented. So I don't know how I guess she not has told. her car. I get. I not don't know. Though. Why isn't it in the shop? Body work doesn't. Body work is, like, the longest freaking thing you mm. can ever do for your car. It just takes forever. So she goes to her car. He runs down all the flights of stairs, finds her. And, of course, they end up banging in her car. It's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. But the, they act like there's nobody in the world but them. And it's just like, yeah. no, I'm going to my car, too, guys. I don't need to see <laughs> this. Like, Windows are fogged up. Cars rocking back and forth. <laughs> I know what's going on in there. Like, cool. Cool. I, I feel like I would be the character in this book that just walks in on them, but I just like silently back out like every time. Just yep. like, oh, I was just here to like, clean. Like you pull into the space next to it and then you're just like, nope, I'm going to go find another spot. Back away. I feel like I'm the janitor, like the night janitor. So like I'm pulling in for to start my shift and I park next to him. I'm like, God damn it. Not again. Nope. I'm here to clean the conference room. Oh, shit. <laughs> riding the elevator with him guys i was i was still in the car you realize people have to mop this stuff up right (laughs) just like in the corner and they think the elevator car is empty and i'm just like (sighs) (laughs) it's awkward elevator music playing you're just kind of like looking up just look at the ceiling well hey there's cobweb in that corner i'll I'll get that later i guess or when he goes to hit the stop but could you get my floor for me (laughs) i'm on 10 (laughs) like uh, never mind okay so yeah that's the end of the parts we read so for our next part we're reading chapters six through ten i believe yeah six Six seven eight nine two yeah yeah so Um, reading through 10 stopping at 11 so i'm gonna here's my prediction for next time this is gonna Mm -hmm. be this is gonna be good HR gets involved. And, uh, <laughs> the janitor that's been walking in on them has some complaints. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but it turns out the janitor's complaints wanted to be involved. So they're right. going to do some threesomes. It's like, tag me in. Uh-huh. But in actuality, my prediction is Chloe's going to get set up with the guy. He's going to be like her Jacob, I guess. 
maybe yeah i have never read twilight i've never even seen the movies but i know there's a <laughs> jacob so it's her jacob uh-huh and bennett's gonna be super jelly uh-huh he's gonna be a jelly belly they're gonna do it in his parents house at least twice that night yeah i just i definitely predict more more banging more panty ripping mm-hmm. god she just like scars it's <laughs> like ow can you not can you please stop for just once in your life can you just like take them off like a normal person so like it's really triggering for me because tmi like i i used to be allergic to like how elastic and bathing suit and chlorine used to interact with oh, my skin okay. and my water see that yeah. so when i was little i if i ever went swimming or anything like that i would get like deep welts rash peeling in the bikini line and Uh so i'm just imagining that (laughs) you're just like that doesn't sound pleasant Uh as somebody who's had that like just burned like it was like my skin got burned in that section from a Uh chemical reaction and i'm just thinking of that and i'm like why the sex can't be that it can't be that good like it seems like ripping somebody's panties off gross it's painful yeah unless well like maybe it's just not going into detail and it's like it's like he's ripping at the sides and then the other like one side and then the other side and that's basically a diaper or she's like or she's like learned and she's like i better start off my underwear today and she like right. seam rips a little bit yeah, just a little. Mm-hmm. she gets it started no i think it's just super painful and yeah. i can't even imagine that happening just don't also it's all part of the fantasy no it's not part of the I fantasy don't know. because as soon as you rip my 50 dollar underwear i'm out of the fantasy i'm like what the fuck what man the fuck, dude? you know how much that costs yeah <laughs> that's fair and then i would be like fuck you and i'd like if he was wearing a nice shirt because you know he's probably wearing some like tom ford ass suit i'd like uh-huh. rip the buns off and be like yeah how you like that right. <laughs> get a pair of scissors and just like <laughs> right up the back irreversibly <laughs> damage it yeah you're like yeah that's how i felt there dude <laughs> oh you really like this ralph Lauren tie that probably cost a hundred dollars i'm gonna just snip, snip <laughs> cut that in half yeah how does it feel buddy yep <laughs> right here do you have any do you have any predictions marie just just banging and panty ripping yeah i mean again not much of a plot no I feel Which like they, they might try to force it in at the end, like the Jameson account or whatever account <laughs> they were talking or, about. Oh, yeah, like her whole, like, grad, school, grad school thing. Stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, I think it's going to, it's pretty obvious. It's like, you know, there's this whole, like, oh, they hate each other, but they're really secretly into each other, and he's all jealous. So I don't know. And yeah, I think it's, she's kind of trying way. to, like, set it up that they hate each other because they are so much alike. They're both mm-hmm. very career-driven and very focused, and and I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Apparently. Uh-huh. And they, and they don't care about expensive underwear. <sighs> Yep, fifty dollars a pair. He just rips them off. <laughs> I mean, I guess at least he keeps them. Yeah. What are you gonna do with them though? Like make some sort of collage, <laughs> like I an underwear so. blanket. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and on their first anniversary, he gives her an underwear blanket. He's like, it's never been washed. <laughs> it smells like you. And that's like, when you run, yeah. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> if your man gives you a used underwear blanket of your underwear. 
It's like, that's where they all went. Cool. I have to go to the store for some milk. I'll I'm be just back never. Take the cat we own together with me. No reason. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I just don't want to get lonely. No, 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 no. You don't need to come. I'm also going to take my whole CD collection. <laughs> no reason. No reason no, at, all. at all. All right. Anyway, that's the end. Again, chapter six through ten for next time. Hey, Marie. Hey, Sasha. Get the fuck out of my house. Okay, bye. Bye.